Tony Tudor's house and a Rick Phelps. <laughs> Welcome to the world's greatest ish podcast. Welcome to Backstage Heat. I am Brandon. And I'm Hunter. And on today's episode, we'll be given a special double feature preview of NXT TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam. Ooh, double. For your pleasure. <laughs> so we've been we've been away for a little bit. We've both been pretty pretty busy. I've been moving. Brandon got married. <laughs> I got a ring to prove it. Got a ring to prove um, it. So yeah, we've been we've been busy, but we both have new setups in, in the back behind got us. Look at those beautiful scars back there. Uh, Brandon got a Brandon got a new mic, so he's sounding crispy. Ooh, straight crispy for the folks. And we're hoping to be able to to get to a little bit more of a regular schedule. Exactly. We're we're trying to be more loyal to our loyal fans. Um, so I guess since we're recording this Friday night, we'll uh, talk about NXT. We'll talk about Takeover first since it's happening tomorrow at time of recording. Very excited about it. <laughs> um, so the pre-show match is going to be a number one contenders tag team triple threat between Legado del Fantasma, Brizango, and Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. I tell you what, I bet my left nut that Brizongo wins that bad boy. Uh, I think I don't think so because they already faced Imperium. Uh yeah, that's a good point. I would, I would, you know, I, would I would like them to win because I think they're one of the best things about NXT. Honestly, they got charisma. They got the talent. They got the main roster experience. What more could you ask for? The, the entrances are just awesome. <laughs> they get better every week. I don't know how. They just do. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to pick Larkin and Birch. Um, Ooh, I just I just, okay. I just don't. I guess I just don't see a lot in Legato Del Fantasma. Like, They're too I, new. I like I like Santos Escobar and I like him like having a crew. I just don't. I guess I just don't see the point of his crew being like a top tag team. No, you can't have the Goonies just as good as the leader. That it doesn't work out well. And uh, Orny Orny Lorcan's been putting on like great matches with Timothy Thatcher recently, and I think. Danny Birch had a really good match against Karrion Cross, where he looked like pretty strong. So it's a good opponent to be looking strong against. So in singles competition, they've been looking good, and I guess we'll see if they can do it in the tag team. Um, so you gonna stick with Brizongo? I really. Oh, I gotta stick with Brizongo. There's yeah. nothing not to love about. They're they're the ones I hope win. But I don't. I don't think they will. Realistically, I think you're right. Yeah. But what I want is not necessarily what is right. And and I think Lorcan and Birch versus Imperium would be pretty fucking good. I I like Ooh, Imperium a lot. Be, dominant. They're just so freaking dominant. Yeah, they're just really good. <laughs> 
Um, so then I assume the rest of the matches will be on the main show, and that's going to be the only pre-show match. Um, so the first yeah. one we'll talk about is uh, your boy Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. BC for life. <laughs> club. Um, so Bye. yeah, the the I think I think this match will fucking rock. Oh man, these two are probably gonna have a chemistry that we have not seen in a long time. Because it's, it's TakeOver. We all know that Finn loves to fucking go all out for a TakeOver. Any TakeOver. Um, and I think I think his style and Timothy Thatcher's style will just mesh really well together. Like, I love watching Timothy Thatcher. He's... I, I can't even remember the last superstar that's... Been, had the style that he's had I feel like it's been a long time since we've yeah seen one. I just the whole like thatches thatch can style that he's been doing is like just so different his the fight pit match with riddle was incredible and yeah I think that was- I think they'll just be I think they're both really fucking good <laughs> and they'll just be able to like tear the house down. Could he could easily be match of the night. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm right there with you on that one. They and could steal a show And there's some big matches on this card. Oh man, this card is straight fire all the way through. Um, so I I, I think the prince has to win this one. Got to go with man Friegel. Friegel Devitt. I just don't. I just don't think. The, the weird thing with Finn on, on NXT is that they haven't pushed him too hard. But but I also... Kind of like... I like it, too. I just feel like you also can't have him, like, go back to NXT and just lose a bunch. Like, he kind of has yeah, to get wins. Well, he went over to UK and just dominated for a little bit there. I think that built him up. Yeah. Well, that was, like, the what you would have expected. Yeah, and like, man, I'm I'm sad that, I mean, it'll happen eventually, probably. But I'm sad that we haven't got to get got to see Finn Volter, because that match will fucking rock whenever it happens. Oh man, there, it's just going to be so much better now that we have to wait for it. Um, and I could easily just see Finn winning the title there and dominating the UK scene. If, if it still exists. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm not watching close enough. I want him to stay on NXT. Because I'm actually watching. Um, I mean he could just have the belt on regular NXT. That's what I'm hoping for. Bring back the demon. So yeah. So we're both picking Finn Balor. I would. Since, I, since I've been. Since I started rewatch Like watching wrestling again. There hasn't been a demon match like since then, and I would really like to see one. Not in person, obviously, because of COVID, but like live at least would be would be awesome. I, I wonder when the next I mean, time he'll screen. bust it out is. I assume if he got like an NXT champion shot, championship shot at like a takeover, he'd probably do it. That was the best demons. Was all of his NXT demons. They all had a well, theme to them instead of just 
demon. Because I, I may be wrong about this, but I assume he was would like bring out the demon while he was a heel in New Japan still. Hmm. I don't know though. I maybe, think so. Cause... Maybe, maybe the demon's just a face thing. I, I have no idea to be honest. Well, wasn't the Bullet Club heel? So yeah. technically, he was wrong, or he was heel for a long time at least. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Maybe the demon will won't show up tomorrow. I can almost guarantee that. <laughs> I can almost promise that also. But hopefully it's soon. Yeah, the one thing for sure is we both love the demon and want to see him back very soon. Yeah, I, I just think it's cool. Hell yeah, it um, is. So the next match is a match I didn't expect to be as excited about as I am, but I think it's the... I think I know who you're talking about already. I think it's the match that this whole weekend I'm most excited for. And it's Adam Cole versus punter of the decade, Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah, Pat McAfee, my boy. Who, oh, God. Funny, funny story. The reason I started watching wrestling again was because I was watching the Pat McAfee show, like, daily while I was at work. And he talked about being, like, a commentator for SmackDown the one night when everyone was stuck in Saudi Arabia in, like, November oh, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, oh, man. And I, and I thought, like, oh, man, I haven't watched wrestling in, like, years. I'll check this out if Pat was doing commentary. Like, that's cool. And so, like, it's weird that Pat got me. <laughs> it's weird that Pat, like, got me back into wrestling. And now <laughs> here I am on a wrestling <laughs> podcast talking about fucking Pat McAfee about to do a match. Well, <laughs> like, I've been watching for a really long time, but, like, just randomly, I got into his podcast probably three, four months ago, and like I just religiously listened to it. I can just relate to him a bunch, and shit he says is funny. So just the fact that this is happening is just incredible. And the fact that it's just a straight singles match is risky, is ballsy. Oh, Big die. Because we have another... The man's an athlete. Because there's another match that we'll get to later on the SummerSlam card that, like, is sort of a non-wrestler versus a wrestler, but it's also someone that's been training to be a wrestler for years at this point. And that's... And that's... And that they didn't make it just a straight singles match. That they gave a stip to. This is just flat-out singles match. Um... Pat, I mean, Pat's promo. I'm sure on, there'll be some. Oh yeah, there'll be some like undisputed era and like AJ Hawk and the boys like getting involved. Oh, I'd love to see AJ Hawk take out one of the boys. I think on uh, I watched Pat's show today a bit. Uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor were on it, and AJ Hawk said he wanted the <laughs> he wanted the bearded one, not the mustache douche. So he didn't want he didn't want Bobby Fish. He wanted Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> mustache dude. I love it. I love it. Um. So yeah, and 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 Pat's promo on NXT was fucking phenomenal. Oh man, it's it's what he does. The man just 
shoots promos for a living. That's like 90% of his podcast, which is yeah. why I love it. Yeah, so I think... I mean, I feel like Adam Cole has to win this, though, right? It would really, 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 really hurt him if he did not win this, I think. Yeah, I, I have to pick Adam Cole, but I think... I don't think, assuming this goes well and, like, isn't a fucking catastrophe, which I don't think it will be, because Pat's, he hasn't been training for very long, but he's very athletic. And it seems like he's pretty smart to the business for the most part. And he seems very serious about it. Oh, yeah. He cut out from his honeymoon binge eating to get back in shape just for this match. Yeah. dedication right there so i think i think cole will probably win this one but i don't think this will be the last adam cole pat mcafee match oh no i hope there's at least three and pats wins the second one and then who knows on the third one and there's a big third blow off exactly. yeah I, i'm gonna i'm I gonna pick cole to win this one how about you oh yeah i'm right there with you yeah, right I'd, there with you I just feel like you can't have the wrestler lose to the non-wrestler. Especially someone that was champion as long yeah. as Adam Cole. Yeah, if it was like... I'm trying to think of someone on NXT. I don't know. If it, I mean, he's kind of getting a little push in the cruiserweight division. But if it was like Isaiah Swerve Scott or someone like lower down on the card, it'd like maybe yeah. be okay. Yeah. But like... This is Adam yeah. fucking Cole who just held the title for like 400 days. <laughs> I was going to say, he beat everybody. Literally everybody. He beat literally everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, that would probably hurt him a little bit. So the next match on my list is the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai defends her title against Dakota Kai. <clears throat> God damn it, I have some very mixed emotions about this match. I'm not too interested in this, because I think it's fairly straightforward that EO needs to, and should, and will win. I'm really hoping so. At the same time, I've always hated Dakota Kai. Now, I'll, I'll say, since she's turned heel... I really like this Dakota Kai. Oh, the heel Dakota Kai. The heel Dakota Kai has been good, but I Some, don't. Sometimes I don't think it's ready. Like I don't think she, I just don't think she's ready for the title. It looks like she's trying too hard still. Like, like when Evil switched, it took a little while, but like it feels natural. And like Eo's weird because she's like, is she a face now? <laughs> I think so. Because like in the process, she just became a face. She just became a face, and she beat Charlotte. Mm hmm. Just real low key, like. Um. Because she was a heel at War Games. This is true. This is true. <laughs> and nothing happened that would have made her a face. Like she just kind of became a face, I guess. Yeah, there wasn't really much explanation for all that. It's just like, well, this is how it is now. Um. But yeah, I think I think it down the line, Dakota Kai will be an NXT Women's Champion. I just don't think it's tomorrow. Gosh, it's, 
He needs to just ride this heel gimmick, have some real good matches, obviously pick up uh, a nice little rivalry with uh, her old partner, because I feel like they could put on some goddamn good matches. Yeah, they just did that, though. But look how many times they did Tommaso Johnny. That's true. I do think that mm-hmm. eventually there will be a Tegan Knox Dakota Kai like championship feud, and it will be great. Yeah, well, um, I, be like I love Tegan Knox. Love me some Lady Kane. She's okay. She's okay. I just love that she's like this tiny girl that does the fucking choke slam. That really does not make any goddamn sense at all. <laughs> and then, and then I, I just love it. I love a good shining wizard. So anytime I get to see one of those, I'm, I'm happy. That was always, yeah. That was always yeah. the move I picked on like any of the 2K games. Whenever it was like creating my character and picking a finisher, it would just like always be a shining wizard. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> it's easy to do, and you just have them on the ground. Boom. Pick that signature or finisher. It's like that. Bada boom. So yeah, we're both picking EO. Um, it's way too early in her reign to, to take the belt off of her. I think that's the you, easiest. You gotta establish her. Book. That's probably the easiest prediction out of all of the matches this weekend looking at them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only way Dakota's winning is if her little goonie comes out and does some shit. That's about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so next we have... In that case, I hope she loses. Yeah, next we have a five-man ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. We have Bronson Reed... Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano versus Cameron Grimes versus The Velveteen Dream. What a fucking match that's yeah. about to so, be. So I would like Bronson Reed to win. I think he's actually been pretty cool in the like little push they've given him. I was um, going to say he got very over pretty quickly, it felt like. Yeah, it feels like he's over. It's hard. It's, it's it's always hard to tell without the fans. But I feel like even when there like were yeah. fans and he was there, he was getting like pretty good responses. Um, I thought at least yeah. I don't see them putting it on someone who's been the champ before, so I don't think like Johnny or the Dream is gonna win. I really I, hope not. At least. I just think they sort of realize that it's time for, like, new stuff. Um, so I'm going to pick Cameron Grimes. Ooh. And I think he's going to take the title to the moon! <laughs> oh, man. Well, in a shocking turn of events, I'm going to agree with you also. Ooh, I, I, didn't, about- I didn't expect it, but I... He's been great recently, I thought. I mean, well, when I was watching NXT this week, he came out for, like, the main, or, uh, it was the main event. It was the Finn Finn Dream match, right? Yes, yes, yes. It was like, I really did not expect him to be the first one to come out and, like, kind of make a big impact, it felt like. So right from there, I was like, Okay, okay. I, I watched him a lot in 
uh, TNA or Impact. I'm not sure which it was when he was in it, but like he was really fucking good. He was on. He's young as shit. Like he's still in his early twenties. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, what a great person to have the title. I'd say. Mid, good mid card champion. He's 26. God damn. He. Looks old. He looks older than that. I mean, the big old facial hair on him. That'll yeah. do it real, real fast. But yeah, I feel like, like I said, Bronson Reed like stood tall on NXT and was like holding the title, which almost assuredly means he won't win. Because uh, that's Usually just how that's just like the Vince way. Even though I know Vince doesn't like directly book NXT, but like that's, that's just like does like big that's like well, it's just like the WWE way of like if you stand tall right before a pay per view, there ain't no way in hell you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like save the picture because it's the only time you're holding the title. Especially when you stand tall like that and you're like holding the title and stuff. And it's not yours. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't think I just don't think Johnny's gonna win. I don't think he needs to win either. Like he's I'm a, sick of him having championships. He's he's established in NXT enough that like he doesn't need a title. Um, well, I think it's it's just due time until he gets moved up to the main roster. I mean, technically NXT is main roster yeah, now. Yeah, to SmackDown. Move to a different... Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think Triple H, like, confirmed that there's gonna be a draft at some point, and NXT's gonna be involved, so he can move then. Um, Such hype news. I think the worst thing they could do is put it on the Dream. Oh! They will get a backlash like yeah, no one because there's, there's still, like... Done the unresolved allegations against him so like it's weird that he's even being featured this heavily to be honest let alone if he had a title I think they're smarter than that definitely and, think they're smarter than that and I like Damien Priest I just don't know who Damien Priest is as like a character like I just don't <laughs> understand the, I just don't understand the gimmick I know he's good he's very clearly yeah. good in the ring I know he's big I know he's good looking I know I know he's good in the ring but he just gets ladies yeah but like he doesn't have really a character he just he just has like a, a cool deep voice that he can cut like pretty good promos in he just like I don't know what an archer of infamy is I have no idea. <laughs> um, and it, it seems so uh, different from his gimmick before he came in. He was Punishment Martinez. It's pretty clear what you are right there. Yeah. You're punishing. And Damien Priest is even Damien. a cool name. It is. It's dope. His entrance is dope <laughs> as fuck, too. Yeah. It, his entrance makes the oh, stupid oh, Archer oh. of Infamy name, like, worth it. <laughs> We just did it so he could but, shoot his name in flame. But it's like, sometimes he's like a heel. Like, I mean, I guess he is a heel anyway, but like, sometimes he's like a mega heel. He's like fucking around with Finn and like beating him up with like a stick or whatever. 
But then he's just like he was just like randomly in the feud with uh, with Dijak and Keith Lee. Oh yeah, because he's the other athletic big guy. Yeah, so they just like group throw, them together. throw another big guy in. But it's just like, yeah, I, I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know what his gimmick is. So I feel like they won't make oh. him the title, like the champion, because of that. So to me, yeah, like I know. Go ahead. I know what he is. I don't know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of things about him and that he's good. I just don't know what that means, I guess. <laughs> All right. That's that's the big question right now. I mean, maybe it could mean he's the new champ. Yeah. I so so because of that, that's kind of how I picked Cameron Grimes was I kind of eliminated Dream and Gargano. I eliminated Priest because I just don't see it. I think he's just in there to, like, do some cool moves, probably take a cool bump. Oh yeah, probably do a six spot off a ladder. Oh, dude, he might give he if he gives someone like the razor's edge off a ladder, be pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> that's a fucking good spot. That's, I don't. That's why you have someone like yeah. What, what is he? Is it the reckoning? I think is what it's called for him, not the razor's edge, but like it's the it's the razor's edge. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's the reckoning. Sounds like a Damien Priest move. I was watching a Razor Ramon match the other day, actually. Was he versing? Um, who was it? I watched one versus Jizzle. I was I watched one versus Goldust, where Goldust won the IC belt off him. That's shocking. Yeah, I've been trying to like absolutely because I since like I wasn't watching because I was either not born just born or like under five years old when like the attitude era was happening so i'm trying yep, to like go, i'm trying to slowly go through and like watch the attitude era pay-per-views there is so much wrestling history that there's it's very hard to know it all unless you lived yeah so i've just been trying to use the network whenever i have some free time watch a pay-per-view um then i watched who did I watch? There was another Razor match, and I don't remember who it was. Because this one, this one was just one that he won. Ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It was on some. It was on some in your house. It was good. Oh, and, okay. And the oh, he was versus the one, two, three kid, X Pack. Oh, remember the X Pack? And he like pack. he hit he had X Pack with the Razor's Edge. And then, like, even though he was a face, he pulled X Pack up before the, before the one, two, three, hit him with a razor's edge again. <laughs> the most heel thing you can do, pulling that head up. Oh, that I remember now. It's all coming back to me. It was a fucking crybaby match. Oh my gimmicky as <laughs> shit. <laughs> Where the loser was put in a diaper and like <laughs> given a bottle. <laughs> Now that you say that, I'm pretty sure I remember that match. You can't really forget something like that. So yeah, that was, it was hilarious seeing fucking one, two, three, kid in a diaper. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to back to NXT. Um, and then yeah, I was between just Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes, and I just one. I've liked Bronson Reed, but I've liked Cameron Grimes more. I feel like Cameron Grimes is had bigger matches 
so and far. I think, and I think similar to what we saw with, like, Rhea Ripley and even to a lesser extent Drew McIntyre, I feel like Bronson Reed's just one of those people that's, like, going to be better during, like, the climb than when they're actually on top. So I feel like yeah. having him be, like, a feud for, for Grimes right away would be really good rather than just – and maybe Bronson Reed can win the belt then. I was going to say, having having the big guy versus the little guy is always a great match, especially when there's a championship involved. Yeah, so the next match is going to be big guy versus also big guy. <laughs> oh, double bigs. Uh, in what I presume will be the main event, the NXT Championship Keith Lee defends his title against Karrion Cross. Holy hell. This is a bold this is a bold fucking match to book. This is one of those matches where it's like I really could not honestly give you who's gonna win this. I don't neither can really afford to lose. Oh, exactly. Like if Cross loses, his whole gimmick crumbles. Yeah, like, Cross hasn't been in NXT that long. And if he loses his first title shot like this, it's going to take a while to build him back up. I was going to say, it's like restarting with him from just getting signed. But, like, Keith Lee just won the title. He just won the title. He relinquished his other title, and then if he walks out of here with nothing, the the only thing I've seen online that I've sort of agree with is that Keith Lee could move and then go, could lose and then go to the main roster. Yes, that I was literally just thinking about that today. It's like how well he would fit on the main roster and just succeed immediately, basically. That's the way out. And I don't know if it's just because they were like teammates in the War Games match and like it, that was right around when I started watching wrestling and specifically started watching NXT for the first time ever that I associate Keith Lee with Matt Riddle a lot. Yeah, very true. Very and, true. like, Matt Riddle was just called to SmackDown, so I feel like Keith Lee could be moved to to, to Raw or something. I, I can see him being on Raw more because that's where the big guys go. And, and like, we'll get in, we'll get into, we'll get into this eventually, but, like, If what could very easily end up happening, if eventually Bobby Lashley wins the U.S. title match, could you fucking imagine a U.S. title match Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley? Jesus fuck! Like the U.S. title no, doesn't. I can't re- even. The U.S. title doesn't mean much, but that match would fuck. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's too complex. My head can't even put that <laughs> match together right. Especially since, match almost. Especially since Lashley's been using the full Nelson recently. Like, how are you going to full Nelson Keith? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Keith just, <laughs> ah, just bust out of that shit. Um, oh, God. 
And I may have just, like, fantasy booked myself into this prediction. <laughs> but I I'm going to pick Karrion Cross to win, even though I love Keith. I just think, I think Vince wants Keith on the main roster. I'm going right with you with this one. I'm, I'm thinking it will also be Cross. Because he literally, like we just said, if he loses, it's square one. Start over, and he's and got I've, a good ass manager. He's got a really good gimmick. Oh and yeah, he's just convincing, and he's, I mean his in, in ring work. Oh, he's fucking great. scary. <laughs> yeah, he's creepy as fuck. I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak English. Um, the one the one thing that is sad about NXT is that. I feel like Dexter Loomis might have won the North American Championship if he didn't get injured. I really would have loved him. He would have been in I, that match. Oh, he, he, I mean, he won his his triple threat to get into it. Like He oh, 100% yeah, would have been in it if he didn't get injured. I think he would have won um, the whole thing because, I mean, oh, God, he's incredible. Oh yeah. So looking at looking at the card, it looks like the only match we differ on for the takeover card is the is the pre-show number one contenders triple threat tag team. <laughs> Other than that, we're pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. So that's we'll have to try to shake it up on on the SummerSlam. <laughs> oh yeah, there's too many choices when it comes to three teams. When you just got two, it seems easier. And yet we picked the same person in the match with five people. <laughs> it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Um, control alt delete reset. So, so yeah, that's that's our predictions for NXT. Um, we'll move to SummerSlam now. Uh, so this is we're doing this Friday night, but neither of us had have had a chance to watch SmackDown yet. Nope, have is, not got to see the Thunderdome. Yeah, I haven't got to see the Thunderdome. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> um, so this first one is weird because we don't. I only I looked up the results to SmackDown online right before we started, so I don't. We don't know the full details about this because we haven't seen it yet. But apparently, the hair versus hair, Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose, has got. Changed to a no DQ loser leaves WWE match. Uncertain if it's still hair versus hair. I really hope it's also hair versus hair because it'd be sweet seeing one of them getting their hair chopped off as they're getting booted from the WWE. Yeah, so the loser leave WWE makes me a little sad in just that. I think Mandy's gonna win. Oh, I'm not sad. Goodbye, Sonya. Peace. I just think, I just think like a bald Sonya like kicking people's asses on like Raw Underground would have been fucking cool. I was gonna say she'd look badass. That just like makes me think of the old uh, CM Punk faction he had back in the day. The girl shaved her head. She looked badass. Yeah. Sonya could have pulled it off. Yeah, like Sonya looks pretty badass already, but like. The ball, I think she would have rocked the ball really well. And I mean, she still might, I guess. But if she's not on WWE, then like, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I That's think, <laughs> I think 
if this is hair versus hair, there's a hundred percent chance Mandy Mandy wins because faces don't lose hair versus hair. Give it a ninety-five percent chance Mandy would win that one. Um, and I think even if it's not hair versus hair and it is just no DQ loser leaves the company, I think Mandy will still win just because she has the Otis storyline still. Like she has stuff going. Where Sonya, I give her about a seventy-five. Where, like, Sonya doesn't really have anything going. Um, hopefully the the news with her, like, almost being kidnapped is... Hopefully she's getting, she's getting help and getting over that, because that's got to be fucking traumatic as hell. I was going to say, that's why I was kind of hoping she'd lose, so she just kind of has some time to just, like, yeah. get herself together. And yeah, you did mention that right before. You did mention that right before we started, and I think that might be why the stiff was added, just so that she can take a break. Because presumably, it, the, with we all know how wrestling works. Like, oh, she left, and then yeah. six months later, she's back. It's like, oh, she did leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the Sasha Banks right there. She's the most recent one I remember doing that. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it was pretty easy to say Mandy before. I think it's still pretty easy to say Mandy now. Yep, wouldn't have changed it for the world. Um, so then we have the U.S. title match: Apollo Cruz versus MVP. In a match that will hopefully happen <laughs> this time, because last time it was on a pay-per-view card, it just didn't. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is this seems like an unpredictable match just because the way they've booked Cruz since winning. So Apollo, like, it feels like it's kind of all over. Apollo pinned MVP this week in the in Which the six in to, the six right? man tag. I mean, it's it's weird to see someone pin their opponent in in a pay per view like right before it happens. Yeah, that is kind of weird, but then like I would have expected like, oh. I would have expected Shelton to take the take the pin and then that one. I was going to say he could have afforded it the most, I'd yeah. say, but dude, one of the best things about about the the hurt business is seeing a University of Minnesota alumni uh Shelton Benjamin back on back on <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Yeah, right. Let's go goal first. Let's go. He, he's he's the one I'm proud of. I, Brock, yeah, he was there too. I was about to say, do you miss Brock too? No, but I did. Uh, so one of my one of my old roommates, um, his birthday is on Valentine's Day, and we would go out to eat for his birthday, and obviously, like all the restaurants would be packed because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> So it wasn't a great idea, but we went to like, we went to one of the, like the famous burger spots on campus, and just fucking Brock Lesnar and his family were just like two tables down from us. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> he's a he's he just a, absolutely massiver than life. Oh, he's giant, <laughs> and he was like decked like, out. Um, he was decked out in like Jimmy John's gear. This was still when he had all like the Jimmy John sponsorships. Oh hell yeah, rep the brand. Um, so yeah, that was pretty pretty fucking surreal when we we're just like, guys, that's fucking Brock Lesnar. 
I'd say so. He was just like hanging That's, out on yeah. campus, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if he was there hey, for like they got a, the best partner. I don't know if he was there because like he did wrestle at the at the university, so I don't know if he was like there for some like wrestling thing or whatever. But yeah, it was weird. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I, I've loved seeing Shelton Benjamin back on back on Raw more. He's so good. I just wish they would give him something. I feel like right now is the most he's got since coming back, but he's been back forever. Yeah, no, I, I've the hurt business has been great so far. It's it's really been perfect for all of those wrestlers. They fit very well as a faction together. I think. Well, and like. Lashley and, and Shelton can talk, but, like, MVP is such a good talker. It's what he does. That I just, mean, like, having him do it... Either, having him do it for them has just helped both of them a lot, I think. I mean, it's obviously helped Shelton a lot. He's he's up from 205 Live or Main Event or whatever, but <laughs> on to Raw. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of a huge thing for him. Um, but despite all of that, I think Apollo's going to win. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense for him to lose. It's still it's, super early in the ring. And it just makes no sense for, honestly, anyone to lose to MVP at this point. No, and exactly. And, it's a slap in the face if you do. And while it would be a cool, like, throwback to, like, oh, look, MVP's one of the greatest... U.S. champs of all time, and here he is having another run. I just don't think he needs it. No, he definitely does not need it. That's just being greedy. Um, and I think I think this will eventually lead to Lashley taking the title off of Apollo. And wow, that would be pretty odd. And that I don't. Sense, and I, I assume this might only be me. <laughs> The U.S. title is something I associate a lot with Lashley. How oh, so? Um, I guess just, like, when I was in, like, middle school or high school and was watching, um, this was one of the periods I was watching wrestling, I think he was just, he was, like, a face U.S. champ, and I just, like, really liked him. Okay. Oh, that was back when he was, like, a big military guy, right? Yeah, that was, like, it was, like, right in his, like, initial run. And, like, he was just, like, fucking destroying everybody. I mean, he still has that ability, but... Yeah. Just haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, like, I think... Funnily enough, I think that was, like, one of my old RuneScape passwords was, like, around him being, like, the U.S. champ. <laughs> oh, man. You just dated yourself big time by saying RuneScape. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, uh, the next match is the Raw Tag Team Championship match. The Street Profits defending against Andrade and Angel Garza with Zelina Vega. The best managers in the game. The, the Poisoner. Deadly. Um, I, this is tough for me. Because I love Andrade and Garza and Zelina. Like, I think I think they're great. I think, I think, I just love Angel Garza. He's incredible. His gimmick is phenomenal. 
I just love. I, it still never gets old to me. The fucking rip off tights. They're they're great. <laughs> He's been doing it forever too. He's been doing it before WWE, and it got over there too. Everywhere he was doing it in Impact. Who doesn't love someone ripping their pants off mid rack? And like it, it's one of those things that when I first saw him do it on NXT, like when he was having the matches with like Leo Rush and stuff, I'm like. Okay, that's cool, but it's going to get old. And it hasn't gotten old. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get old. No, I still don't. There's going to be, at some point in his career, he's like going to win a steel cage match because they just like rip off and his opponent's just like left holding his pants. Like that's just going to happen at some point in his career and it's going to be funny. <laughs> I could see that being like a money in the bank type situation. Ooh, he could, it, hold it, the it could be cage. that too. <laughs> Grabs him by the drum, boom. And then, like, Andrade's obviously great. I mean, he's a champion in his own. And then... Actually, they're both champions. And then with Zelina, like, Zelina's just been a really good manager for them. But I think... I think the Street Profits are going to win. It's tough. I bad, though. It's tough. I just don't. I just don't think they've had the belts for that long. They haven't. It's been a weird reign for them. Yeah, that long they've had it too. Cause they had the whole weird like Viking profits shit, <laughs> which was nonsense. Which like, nonsense. if we can forget about it as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's a life th- goal right there. Forget it's tough. This is this is a tough one for me because I, I think Andrade and Garza will win the titles eventually. It just seems like the right time, though. And and I this is this is one that I'm this is probably one of my most uncertain predictions. I just because I probably even would like to see Andrade and Garza win. Just because I don't think the Street Profits have been that interesting recently. They got a lot going on in their lives right now. Yeah, like Dawkins just had a kid. Um, yeah, yeah, he's probably going to want some time with that kid. I just don't know if you can <laughs> if you can let someone like poison someone else and then still win. <laughs> That's the healest shit ever. Like great. Like what does what does that teach the kids? Just like oh yeah, poison, poison your enemies, (laughs) and you still can win. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna pick the street profits. All right, that's that's understandable. Here you go. Definitely am going the opposite. Fair enough. I gotta go. But the only way I can see it not happening. Bachelorette girl or whoever uh, she is, Demi Burnett or something. Whatever her name is, wannabe wrestler, yeah, bitch. <laughs> if she gets involved, that's the only way I can see him losing. Like they've been a tag team long enough that it's like, okay, when I think Andrade, 
I think Angel too. Yeah, they so. feel like an actual tag team now, not just two singles wrestlers. It was weird when they had Austin Theory in there, and then they finally got rid of his ass, and they were like, he never worked anyway. It was yeah. always us two. It's only Latinos. I, exactly. But, like, like you're saying with Hawkins just having a baby, and I think we addressed earlier in the show someone else that would be leaving for situations uh, outside of wrestling. I could see the profits losing this. Yeah. Coming back, maybe getting them later, but I mean, that either would, way, they're gonna come back with momentum if they disappear for a little bit. I mean, that would make sense, and I, I, I could also just like, I mean, I, I was gonna say no offense, but I guess that's not true. Some offense to, to Dawkins. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what you, we do as a fan. Just, just big Montez Ford. Just give him a singles run. Give him a go. He's, Give him a go. He's clearly the better of the two. He is 100% the better of the two, and it is not particularly close. <laughs> it's not even I close. think... Duncan was floating in NXT until his partner came out of nowhere. Like, Dawkins isn't bad. It's just Montez Ford is great. He's a freak of nature with the things he can do. So next is the match of the weekend that I'm the second most excited for, outside of the Cole-Pat uh, McAfee match. And it's the Street Fight versus Dominic Mysterio and Seth Rollins. What potential. I am it's just there's so I am so hyped. When that picture of Dominic came out, with him just like covered in the kendo stick shots, I'm You're like, this match. I, I just immediately was just like, this match is gonna fucking rock. Because they've hooked, <laughs> they have hooked me now. <laughs> they definitely hooked me by beating his ass like crazy. I love it. He got fucking it's jobbed just- into the industry. <laughs> Not a bad situation. There's def- this match definitely has me thinking, though. Um, like, I don't know what to expect. I think Big Dom's going to win. I'd love to see Dom win. I think- you know for sure there's going to be a little brawl on the outside with uh, Murphy mm-hmm. and Gray. Oh, yeah. Dad Mysterio's definitely going to get involved. <laughs> Daddy Mysterio. Definitely going to get I think, involved for sure. I think Dominic is going to he's going to hit Seth with a ladder in honor of his real father Eddie Guerrero, which we <laughs> all know, it's documented. We've seen it. Um, yeah. What I what I assume is going to happen, like this is what I think is going to happen, is I think Dom's going to win because it's a street fight, and then like I think Payback is like the week after SummerSlam or something. It, insanely quick right after and I, and I think there might just be like a straight up singles match and Seth will just like kick the shit out of Dominic there in like a real wrestling match not a street fight and then there'll be like a third match yeah. that Dom probably wins I'd love to see it like I mean all I really know about him is he's had a couple years of training I know he can get thrown around really good by Brock Lesnar but I mean other than that it's Mysterious. Well, Mysterious. And they, oh. 
They already have, like, a mask for him, I'm pretty sure. And, like... Gotta keep the legacy going. And he's... And, like, eventually... Obviously, this match he's wrestling under Dominic Mysterio, but I think eventually he'll wear the mask and he'll be Prince Mysterio. And I've seen, like, a leaked image of the mask, and it was pretty fucking cool. Well, I mean, Ray's is legendary, so you'd yeah. think they'd give him something incredible. It was it was very similar. Like it still had like the bird on the side, but then it just had like it just had like DM with a little like crown above it. Ooh, and, like, that's pretty legit. That it was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> um, I mean, worst case scenario, at least he wears it out to the ring. Yeah, and like I, I think he'll wear it probably his whole career, at least a good chunk of his career. It'd be pretty awesome. Because, I mean, his dad's literally, like, th- the greatest mask of all time. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't remember a single time where Ray lost his mask and you actually saw his face. There's been, In like... interviews and stuff, I've seen it. There's been, like, a couple times, I think, did. but, like... He's, though, he's, like, one of the few wrestlers in, like... At least in, like, Western, non-Mexican wrestling that, like, hasn't lost their mask. Yeah. Which makes it that much more legendary. Obviously, I assume there was, like, people in Mexico and, like, Japan and stuff that haven't lost their mask, but I don't know as much about those scenes, so... Basically, what I know about Mexico is that when you lose your mask, you all of a sudden become a heel. Well, and, like... I think, aren't, like, mask versus mask matches, like, pretty popular down there? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure they're literally just throwing someone here. And, like, that makes sense. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. pick Dom. Who you got in this one? I got to go Seth. Yeah, this this is another... I can't hear it again. Messiah himself. This is another tough one because it's similar to the Adam Cole and Pat one to me where it's like it's kind of not a wrestler yeah. versus a wrestler. Like Dom, like you said, he has been training, but he's we haven't seen him wrestle at all. Exactly. The skill so level like, is questionable. So, it's so like, theoretically, Seth should win somewhat easily. <laughs> you'd think so. I mean... Uh, when you give someone so many lashes, they're probably going to lash you back. Yeah. So in the next match, we have the first of the Asuka matches on the show. We Ooh, match number one. Who, the, which one first? Who the, no? I believe on Raw it was said that it's going to be the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Bailey defending against Asuka. So this okay. is, this is already... Like this is how I know that this, like, honestly has somewhat gotten me excited for SummerSlam in itself, just because Asuka's, like, my favorite person in the fucking company, and so the fact that she's going to be on twice, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm full in on two belts Asuka. Um, I do not think we're going to see two belts Asuka, though. In fact, honestly, I, I don't think Bailey's losing this one. Really? I think Bailey's winning. So, Asuka is technically a raw wrestler, right? Correct. 
what a better way to send her to SmackDown than give her the championship. I agree, but definitely. Yeah. But but Bailey is gonna win because Sasha Banks is a competent friend. And <laughs> over half of Bailey's title defenses, this is not a known number, this is me pulling that out of my ass, but over half like half of Bailey's title defenses she has won because of Sasha, not because of her. Oh, yeah, that's accurate. That's very accurate. And I believe this was a pitch that I did on uh, Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Where, so it's going to be the the exact same thing, basically, and I just hope it happens this time. Uh, where Bailey is, Bailey's going to win this one. Because of Sasha. I think it's just personal bias that I would rather have Bailey lose than Sasha because I've always loved Sasha and I think she's super good. But also, if Sasha loses, she's going to be hella pissed and then I could see her going for Bailey's championship and I could just see all sorts of shit just spiraling left and right. Oh, could just end end phenomenally. Bias me wants Oscar to beat Bailey because I like Sasha much more. See, I'm a simple man, and like my, like my Lord and Savior Dave Batista once said, "Damn, Bailey got a kathunka dunk." <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm picking Bailey because she's. Oscar's got the hip attack. Bailey's got the Kathunka dunk attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never thought about it that way. That's that is kind of a game changer. Batista be- probably gonna stick with that. Um, Batista being horny on social media is fucking hilarious. <laughs> wasn't he saying stuff to Dana Brooks? Too? Yeah, he was saying all sorts of stuff. Um, so the next match is the second Asuka match, the Raw Women's Championship match, Sasha Banks defending against Asuka. And this is where I'm going to pick Asuka. See, and we're just going to reverse it because this is where I'm going to be biased and I want Sasha to win. I hope before Bailey gets involved and the screwy finish happens, which is just inevitable to happen. I hope that they get to go like twenty minutes. Oh, that'd be fantastic! I love to watch that. Cause their match at Extreme Rules up until Bailey got involved was awesome. Very true. And Very I think true. it'll just be a similar thing that will happen. Um. So yeah, basically the exact thing that I did at Extreme Rules is what I'm looking. <laughs> Doing again where Sasha helps Bailey, Bailey will try to help Sasha and she'll fuck it up. Well, now that I think about it more and more, I feel like Bailey probably needs her title a little bit more than Sasha. Like Sasha's a good heel without I I mean struggle to picture Bailey as a heel without. The thing is, they can feud without a title. True. Like That's if they're just true. if they're just gonna run straight into the Sasha Bailey feud, neither of them need a title. 
That's very true. And I mean, they're still tag champs. Like, they yeah. have backup titles behind their yeah. main titles. So, in, unless like, they're, they're clearly incredible. I guess we might end up doing a payback pre- a preview show, but we might not. I don't. We don't know yet. Um, but spoiler for that one, I guess. If if one of them loses their titles this week, like at SummerSlam, they're losing the tag belts at Payback. If neither of them lose the titles, they're probably retaining the titles at Payback. Because <laughs> I think it's already been confirmed. Say, yeah. I think it's already been confirmed that they will defend the tag titles at Payback. This makes sense. It's the only one they didn't defend at this pay per view. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of fucked that Asuka. I mean, she she snuck into the battle royal and kind of did it herself but like it's kind of fucked that she has to go up twice and they don't even have to defend their tag belts but <laughs> just a little fuck but then again Asuka doesn't have a tag partner anymore so yeah, that's what you go with um, so yeah we're, we're reversed on the on the on the Asuka matches but I think we probably both have them losing the the tag titles at Payback, and then their feud actually starting. That they've Most been, definitely. That they've one, been teasing for months. All right. It rains, it pours. You lose one championship, you lose multiple. So, the penultimate match is the Universal Championship, Braun Strowman defending against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Which, which will be the first time... That bronze faced the fiend. Yeah, because I guess first round was just Bray, wasn't it? It was, it was Bray and then Swamp Bray. It was, <laughs> and it then was Swamp Fiend for a little bit. It was Mister Rogers Bray and then it was Swamp Bray, <laughs> and now it's Fiend. Um. Oh, yeah. So this could go a lot of ways. Shit. I, I didn't even realize this was probably the most unpredictable match. I feel like I could probably predict Dominic or Pat McAfee better than this match. Because <laughs> they could just put the belt back on The Fiend. In just like a clean finish. They could put the belt on The Fiend with Alexa helping The Fiend. That'd be wild. They could put. They could. They could let Braun retain in a clean finish, or they could let Braun retain with Alexa saying, "Oh, we were actually setting up the fiend. I was with Braun the whole time." Like I literally don't. This is why it happened. No idea whatsoever. Um, So many options, though. So many. I think I think the fiend's gonna win. It just really hurts to think that Braun's title reign was so short. It feels so short, at least. I mean, it's been shit. <laughs> it, it was like a panic. It was like a panic. Shit. Okay, we're gonna give it to him now. They were definitely not planning on it. We can't keep paying did. Goldberg to show up. <laughs> Goldberg costs 
two toes on each foot, and I'm running out of toes, so... Goldberg showing up once costs the same as Braun showing up for a year. (laughs) (laughs) That's a full-year contract there, bud. Not appearance. A year. Um, So, yeah, I'm picking The Fiend, and what I hope happens is that we get the Alexa, like... Either Alexa heel turn or the fiend kind of turned face. Like braze kind of seemed like braze the face in this match. <laughs> um, either way, I would love strange. to see like a like a dark, spooky Alexa and the fiend like running around SmackDown. I think that'd be really cool. I just think it's it's so hard to see her as like a dark, spooky person because her. Gimmick is just... It feels goofy right now. Yeah, but I think... It I was think serious she, I think she could get back to the serious, like... You'd probably have to just make them both heels, which is weird, because the Fiend's sort of like a heel that is actually a face. Like a Kevin Owens for a long time there. Just because people like it? <laughs> You're just so good at being a heel that they like you. It's gotta be such a crazy place to be in. But I think it would also help The Fiend, because it would... The problem with The Fiend having the belt before was that, like, he's supposed to be this, like, unkillable monster. But now if he has, like, a direct weakness in his link to Alexa, that, like, gives him... That gives his opponents ways to actually, like, hurt him. That aren't just, like, punching him. Yeah. Yeah. This, this match is so hard. I, I haven't thought about it more than right now. Yeah. And you just bringing up all those scenarios is just yeah, no, having so many things run through my head. It's a, it's a tough one. It's one of the hardest ones for sure. This one, my bias is going to take over again. I'm going to have to go with Braun. Yeah, I'm Braun. Because I love him. <laughs> I just love him. I love Sasha. I love Braun. Loved him for a long time. It's it's hard to turn on him now. I mean, to be fair, my pick is also sort of biased because I love Bray. So <laughs> maybe if you got to see the whole come up of of the Wyatt family and everything, you'd like Braun a little bit more. Maybe it it definitely helps that like I didn't really. I mean, granted, I've watched some of it now and I liked it, but. I didn't really get to see the bad parts of Swamp Bray. It was a lot of good, though. I'm not going to lie. That was way more good than bad. I mean, from what I can tell, everything until he got in the ring and then was told to lose was pretty good. Once he grew dreadlocks, the gimmick was set. It was so good. Because, like, from my understanding, the biggest problem with that gimmick was that he was then just told to lose constantly yeah basically like, he just had lose to the roman lose the roman he just had to lose every feud and like when your character is supposed to be this like eater of worlds spooky cult leader like magical man <laughs> losing every feud you just like all of a sudden it's like well this guy's just a joke well and when you got a big goonie squad that's all bigger than you and you still are losing, it just doesn't make sense. And I I watched that Cena 
WrestleMania match recently, the the Swamp one, not the Firefly Funhouse match. Mm-hmm. Although, I'd, speaking of it now, I do kind of want to watch that again. Um, <laughs> I might watch that again. He was so over. Bray was so over. The whole fucking crowd was like doing the. He's got the whole world in his hands. Like the whole crowd was doing it, and they just like. It's just one of the, the stupid Vince is just like I don't care who the crowd wants. I like who I like. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, did you see the news of on Rusev recently? No, what what's what's going on? Uh, Rusev? He Rusev was like giving some interviews and he was like, "Oh yeah, Vince, when I told him that the Rusev Day shirt sold out, he said, oh, that's because we didn't order it enough or whatever. Instead of just, like, thinking that, like, they actually sold out because they're popular. And then he said yeah. that he said that people were chanting Rusev Day, not in support of Rusev, but to make fun of him. And it's like, what? this dude gets so fucking over organically, like, by himself. Oh. I mean, I guess with Aiden English, but... Uh, Aiden English phased out super fast in it, so you can't even say it was all. But dead, like, but even if it, even if it, it, even if it, even with Aiden, like two people got themselves super over, and then mm-hmm. Vince with Vince, no help from the company, and then Vince just is Vince and is like, oh, I don't see it, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> oh my god! That's, yeah, that was that's Cesaro right there. That was super disheartening, and I'm just like, I know he's currently said that he's just going to be a Twitch streamer and he's not going to wrestle again, but I hope that changes, and I hope we see Rusev in, like, AEW. He would fit fantastic there. Oh, it would be awesome. Uh, It'd be Miro Day. impact's a little too small. Yeah, I feel like oh, it has to Hell yeah. It has to be AEW or, like, New Japan. Ooh, Rusev in New Japan would be insane. Oh, as like as like the monster. Um, I forget what it's called. Oh, Gaijin as like the monster Gaijin heel. Oh. That would be that. That'd probably be the best place for him. Honestly, if you wanted to have some good matches and have some good feuds, I mean. Right there. Granted, it might not be as good as, as, as what I'm about to say, because it was, like, one of the best things of all time from my understanding of New Japan, but, like, I, th- I think he could be, like, the, the monster, like, foreign heel similar to, like, Vader or something. Hey, that's uh, that's believable. That's believable. Because, like, New Japan currently is full of a lot of, like, juniors that were just pulled up to heavyweight because they're really fucking good. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, look at Will Osprey. He literally has just been putting on weight for years and years just so he could get moved up. All right, uh, I guess we can go back to SummerSlam. Last <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're talking um, So, the the last match to talk about, and what once again I presume will be the main event. The WWE Championship match, Drew McIntyre versus the legend killer, Randy Orton. 
What a star-studded main event that would be. I never expected... I never expected to get excited about a Randy Orton match again. But he's been so good. He's been incredible. He gives a fuck. He Ric Flair in the dick. And then he punted Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels no-sold it like a fucking champ. Gotta protect... Gotta protect the rep. (laughs) Like... Randy Orton's punt has, like, literally killed people in the kayfabe, and Shawn Michaels was, like, up and about within, like, two or three minutes. Shawn's just like, I ain't selling for you, bud. Look, I've been kicked many a times in my dome piece. It ain't nothing. Um, but yeah, Randy has been incredible this year. He, like, clearly gives a fuck right now. Very much so. It's very obvious that he cares. And it's and it's the thing people have always said about Randy. When he gives a fuck, he's one of the best. I think he's, he's at the right age and his kids are all at the right age where everything he does, they will see and remember forever. So he's really trying to make them remember him as this character. And I love it. And, I mean, Drew's been great. I've loved Drew as the champ. Oh my god. Drew is a legend. A literal legend. He's, he's him and, like, Kevin Owens, Asuka. Um, I'm trying to look at the list and see if there are any more really on the list. And I kind of don't see any from... There's probably others in the company that aren't on the card that I'm not thinking of, but, like... They're the ones in the company that feel like real people. Right? Like. Like, I love it. Every time he comes in for an interview, he's just like a normal person. I love it. Yeah, he's just like a dude who, like, is really badass, knows he's really badass. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to joke around. I guess Alexa and Nikki have kind of felt like real people, too, recently. A little bit, yeah. Just trying to think about it, but like, having a falling but like, there's just not many people in WWE that you like. For that you like, when listening to them, you forget that they're scripted. All right, because because not very many people that can make because you know that you know they all are. But like, oh yeah, exactly. But you, I guess maybe it's. Because they just don't care about what will happen to them. But, like, I feel like Drew and, like, Kevin, those are, like, the two for me. And then, like, Asuka just kind of, like, fucks around in Japanese. (laughs) But it's hilarious every time. (laughs) Um, I don't understand what she's doing, but I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, like, I feel like her script is just, like, speak Japanese. (laughs) Speak Japanese. Say these couple English words to make a match happen, and it's and it's and great. That's about it. It's great. It's, like her thing on Raw, her, her thing on Raw, where she was like, looked at a uh, Shayna and was like, "Tonight you fight with me, then you fight like against me." It was great. It was simple. It was awesome. <laughs> um, it sounds like a Japanese like warrior 
anime show or something. Just like, but like, oh, fuck for your life. But like when when Drew and like Ko talk, it just feels like they looked at the script and then we're just like, okay, yeah, but I'm gonna say this like how I talk. Like I'm not gonna read the script. I'm just gonna like use it as bullet points. Oh, which yeah. is which is how it should be, and like, player. and like it comes off really well. It feels like it's just how he always is. Yeah, and so sadly, I'm picking Randy Orton. Oh man, it's it's so hard thinking of Drew ever losing. But if it was to anybody, I could definitely see it being Randy. He's just a monster. He's so good. I didn't expect, when he won it at Mania, I didn't expect to pick against Drew until the next Mania, but but here I am. I think Randy's been really good. And I think... And like, size-wise... It's pretty even, let's be real. I think if you're ever going to put the belt back on Randy, now's the time. I don't it's think true. there's I don't That's think true. there's many chances left to to give him the belt and and the and have the fans like actually respond positively. But I think right now is one of those times. And I mean, even if the fans don't respond positively, the Reset already WWE NXT crowd will go with it. So you'll bo- never they'll boo him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess now that they got the new uh, Thunderdome, there will be real reactions, which will yeah. be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to, to watch. I like, like we said, we haven't watched SmackDown yet, so we don't know what it looks like fully yet. I'm excited to see. Um, so yeah, what's what's your pick? I'm sticking with you on this one. I I really do think Randy is the one. If if anyone's gonna beat him, it's Randy. I if this happens, I hope that they don't punish Drew, and I hope Drew still looks like the badass that he is. And eventually, when when COVID is like contained more and crowds are back, that he gets to win it again. And have like a real title run with fans, and yeah. he deserved that WrestleMania pop. Absolutely, the people wanted it so bad. So this was a thing I heard. Um, I forget what it was on, but I think it was on like a cultaholic video that someone brought this up. And I didn't want to say this before you said your prediction because I didn't want to have it influence this. But what would you think about WrestleMania 37 main event? The Dirty Dirty Snake, Randy Orton. Versus Adam Edge Copeland. For the WWE Championship. Oh, that's the match I want. Could you that is the match I really want. fucking imagine? <laughs> like, look at the greatest match ever. I would love the second greatest like, match ever for the championship. Oh. Like, it would kind of be a little weird in that just, like, they're both kind of, like, old, like, 
not really from this era, but also, yeah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I was going to say, Randy doesn't seem like he's from that era, because he's really not that old. No, and, and Randy, Randy has been... Randy only seems old because he's been in WWE forever. Since he was, like, 20. Yeah. But, like, in Orton Edge WrestleMania main event for the WWE Championship where Edge presumably wins to go on to, to go on, like, his last world title run before he, like, actually retires. Awesome. Would fucking love it. Give me it. Now that you put that in my head, that's what I want. I know, right? As soon as, as as soon as I heard someone say it, I was like, "Well, now that now that's all I want." <laughs> so that may right, have exactly like. So that may have influenced my pick a little bit, which is why I wanted to save it until after your pick. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But I appreciate I, that. But yeah, I'm with you. But I also think Randy just discounting that i also think randy just has a good chance to win because he's obviously one of vince's favorites and even though i don't think he's the cause of it the ratings have been down during drew's title reign who would have thought the ratings are down during covid yeah i i know but what a thunk but you gotta remember that vince is an insane human being <laughs> I just saw him jump off a 10-foot podium. I know he's crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, overall, I'm, like, weirdly... This is going to be a weird weekend for me. I'm super excited about NXT, super excited about SummerSlam. But I also have to go clean my old house <laughs> before my lease ends. So, like, <laughs> I have a lot of things that I'm looking forward to and a lot of things that I'm not looking forward to, so I'm really... <laughs> I'm really excited to 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 get to watch some what appears to be, I mean, on paper, some really fucking good wrestling after spending probably two whole days cleaning. Oh, most definitely, it's a great reward for that. And like, I think we both were kind of talking about it earlier this week that like this all kind of snuck up on both of us because we have been like. Oh, big I've I've been like we like we said at the beginning I've been moving. You had your wedding, so like, because I knew SummerSlam was this weekend, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh wait, Takeover's the same weekend because this is a big four pay per view. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is really important, isn't it? This is the second biggest event. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm fucking I'm fucking excited for these shows. Oh, I'm absolutely hyped! I saw the intro song for NXT is a Metallica song. That's how you know shit's about to get real. And on top of that, AEW wasn't on Wednesday; they're they're on Saturday because of the NBA playoffs. So like, there's even though that's just like a weekly dynamite, there's even that to watch. Oh man, I feel like I feel like they're gonna, they're not gonna give very much viewership on that when you got a card that you do no, for when they're because right I I actually don't know what time Dynamite's on but but I assume they're probably going up against Takeover. Oh which, yeah, I which mean, is not not good for them. Not, it's not smart. 
in any aspect. But luckily, they can they can afford for their ratings to be down since they are on like a weird day. Yeah, they, they that's always true. they always have I mean, that excuse. Oh well, yeah, exactly. But the war is always going to be between NXT and AEW. Yeah. Even though I think it's stupid and just like realistically just watch both shows they're the best weekly wrestling shows at least mainstream ones i i've heard impact's been really good recently i haven't been watching it though i just don't have the time (laughs) Um, there's too much wrestling there's a lot there's a lot and i and like like we've said i've just we've just been really busy (laughs) oh yeah it's hard enough just watching wwe that's six hours of wrestling every single week seven Oh yeah, seven. <laughs> Depending on which versions you watch. Well, because Raw is three, NXT is two, and then SmackDown is two. I mean, if you watch like the the network version of NXT whenever they put it up, you'd get half an hour off from commercials. But yeah. all right, well, I think that about does it. Right. Can't wait. So many matches. Pat motherfucking McAfee. I'm yeah. way too excited about that. Match. Yeah, I'm it's that's the reason that like I wanna make sure I get back in time for for NXT tomorrow where like I can watch SummerSlam on Monday or whatever if I have to, if if like the cleaning takes longer than, than I expect it to, but like I wanna make sure I'm back in time to watch NXT. Oh my god. It's just Oh, I'm so mad I have to work so I won't get to watch it live. Literally as soon as I get home. I'm just going to pop it on. Yeah. I, I might even just fast forward to that match first. Because I'm just... <laughs> I want to watch it so bad. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Oh, God. And I'm just... A Dominic match. I just... I don't know how good he is. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one too. I think it'll be really fun. And then the main event too. In Braun, I just well both both the main titles is like I can't accurately actually predict. Yeah, WWE put together some some great cards for this weekend for sure. As I said, this might be one of the better cards since COVID started. It might be the best I think, card. I think on good. paper, it's the best card outside of maybe, like, WrestleMania. Sounds about right. I mean, it is that number two. WrestleMania had the advantage of being two days, so they could have just two good cards. That's true. Which, honestly, I didn't mind. No, I liked I it. I kind of liked it. I liked it, and I hope they continue doing it. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, I mean, seven hours in a row is brutal. It's way easier to watch, like, two, three-and-a-half-hour shows. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. And way then it's easier. exciting once you get to the main event every time. Yeah. That's exactly. You can have two... I mean, obviously, the night two main event is always going to be the real main event, but, like, you can have two, like, yeah. actual main events. Exactly, but you know, when you have one night, it's main event, co-main event, so might as well make the co just a main. Yeah, well, and like, when you have like two main events, like you say you have two main events, I mean, whichever one goes on last, that's the main event. If you don't go on last, you're not the main event. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the main event. And afterwards, the co-main event. Yeah. Not real. But, yeah, I think I'm excited about it. Um, I think it'll be great. I hope. I hope it's great. <laughs> I just know it's going to be great. I don't know why. This is what we've been waiting for. And we'll get to see the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. Sunday, right. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> it's the Thunderdome. It's Vince McMahon's Thunderdome. <laughs> Featuring see the Grave Digger. <laughs> Featuring only Kevin Dunn losing his mind because he has multiple drone cams. <laughs> Multiple drone cans, drone cans. <laughs> on that note, let's wrap this episode up. You can find me on Instagram at walkwithbrando. And you can find me on Instagram at welchnut. You can find our podcast, Backstage Heat, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or basically anywhere else you find podcasts. And you can find more of our one-of-a-kind wrestling content on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Backstage Heat Network. Thank you for listening. See you next time, everybody.